Hi, I'm Kat Bresser, Clarity Coach, helping people figure out who they are, where they're going, and how to get there. And you're listening to my podcast talking about my evolution. And today, uh, I'm going to talk about a few random things. First of all, I think I told you the story of Henry losing his drone up in the tree. And uh, I forgot to tell you that it fell down like a week ago after a rainstorm. And maybe I did, maybe I did tell you. I don't know. I can't remember what I tell you and what I don't. But it's, it was okay. It was a little bit wet, um, but it, nothing broke. And uh, charged it up and took it flying. I mean, it's still a piece of crap, but it, it did totally work. So that was kind of fun. Um, but I was going to talk about something totally different. And that is, um, how do you know what to ask if you don't know what to ask? Like, this came up a little bit while I was reading about Mary Magdalene. Um, talking about ignorance is one of the seven... Um, powers, not powers, seven shadows of the ego that you need to get past if you want to be fully opened up to your divinity and fully human at the same time. And ignorance came up, and they didn't mean it like um, ignorance and that you're stupid or anything like that. Actually, I'm going to go get the passage and read it in. So, in the, it's a really short chapter. And in it, um, the first thing, I'll I'll just read the whole thing. So, the the gospel is uh, Mary chapter 9, verses 8 through 13. The soul came to the third power, which is called ignorance. It examined the soul closely, saying, Where are you going? You are bound by wickedness. And the soul said, Why do you judge me, since I have not passed judgment? And then Megan Waters goes on to write in the Gospel of Mary, Mary chapter 9, verse 8, Ignorance calls the soul bound by wickedness, which always makes me laugh. It's what makes ignorance ignorant. It calls out in others what it can't see in itself. She goes on to say, Ignorance is the power or the frame of mind we all enter into when we have so aligned with the ego that we think we are in a place to judge. And most often, if we are judging someone else, we are doing a number on ourselves also. We're quietly pouring corrosives into our heart with words that judge where we are on this path that leads back to the heart. Now that I fully and completely get. And that's the willful ignorance, I believe. But uh, she goes on further to say, another word for ignorance is unconsciousness. And this is what can be so tricky about ignorance. We are unaware, unconscious of what we are doing when we judge others and ourselves. And the more we do it, the more it clings to us. Judge and we are judged. Okay, so still talking about judging and stuff like that. Um, talks about the Luke and Matthew, do not judge, blah, blah, blah. Um, all right. 
further in the chapter, in the Gospel of Mary, the soul makes clear that judgment is the only real obstacle that keeps us from a return to consciousness, to love. The soul continues to move through these powers or to face these inner demons by refusing to judge. The soul refuses to pass judgment because judgment is what binds us then to that power, that demon, that thought, or fear. Why does this matter and how is it relevant to you? It matters because we oppress ourselves or we continue the work of the oppressor if we've been terrorized or traumatized into silence. We silence ourselves from within before we even dare to speak. And there's no judgment for how long each of us needs to stay silent. It has taken me years to write about Mary Magdalene because I constantly judged everything I wrote as not good enough. This power to judge keeps us in our place, keeps us small and bottled up, keeps us contained, restricted to the same pathways that have existed before. This is what silences us from within us. This power to judge, if it remains unrecognized, is what keeps us from ever really expressing the truth of who we are. So, her this, that's the end of the chapter. So she's talking about judging and judging, and also silence. But for me, I mean, she doesn't touch on, I mean, I guess ignorance isn't wickedness in, in my life or in my perspective here but like ignorance is also not knowing like in a simple way like how do you deal with that if you don't know what to ask if you don't know that you don't know I mean maybe that's not a power to get over maybe I don't know I wish she had touched on that a little bit because I still keep thinking about this. And Jamie brought it up today at, at work. She said um, something like when she was younger, because now she's taking another grad course to learn how to be an administrator on a collegiate level. And she wished she'd known about this program or about this trajectory you know, for her life when she was younger, but she didn't even know to, to want to do that or know that that pathway existed and I've been having similar things like when you hear about someone who's got some dream job like I mean a mystery shopper or like a personal assistant to a famous person or um, just whatever like buying into I don't know buying like some job that would just sounds like magical to me how do you even know those jobs exist like that you can even request them. I've been going through this with the, my whole manifesting thing. Like, in order to manifest what you want, you have to ha have an I. You have to know what it is. Like, you have to visualize it and think about it. And and so uh, that's where imagination comes in. I mean, if you can dream it, if you can think it, then you can create it. And so, I mean, I think this element of ignorance. Like, we need to get people. To, to dream more, to, to think about like what could be to come up with solutions that, that cross genres and countries and religions to, and whatever, to solve world problems. I mean, to collaborate and to work together. I mean, we just, we just need to dream more as individuals and as people. And 
Uh, so anyway, I, I've been thinking about ignorance, and I, I guess I thought that Megan had touched on it more in her book, and I realized I hadn't, so I kind of went, that's a red herring. But it, it reminded me, like, thinking about ignorance and and just, you know, I really am trying to make my life come to life, like my ideal version of myself. I'm willing it into being. And the only way to do that is to think it up. Like, and that's why I haven't been sure that working at a nine to five job fits in that scheme. But the reality is right now, well, and so Abraham says, you know, when, when the reality, the reality is what bogs you down. Like, when you think about reality, then you're you're chaining yourself to to what is, and and in order to to dream your life into being, you have to be what you dream. You you have to live in that because your brain again doesn't know what's real and what's imagined. And I think that's what I'm worried about by taking this job. I'm totally settling. Um, I'm so on the fence about it, but then I think like shit you know I don't know I maybe I just need to take a time out another time out for myself because I'm really good at those slowing my progress down but just I I think I said it in a few podcasts ago like coiling myself up like a spring and getting ready to energize and leap forward so uh, I've got lots of thinking to do, and I don't know what the best way is, but I keep praying about it and staying open about it. And, you know, maybe I was meant to meet Jamie's husband and do a podcast with him. And, you know, I know there's a reason that this has fallen in my lap. And, and so for me to say no thank you also seems like a slap in the face to the universe. So I'm, I want to follow this path and see where it leads. And, um, and just keep dreaming my life into being. So if I can do it, I know you can do it too. You know the drill. So thanks for listening and have a great day. Take care. Bye.